This is episode number 187, and today I'll explain why Christians don't get to have their cake and eat it too. Welcome to the Practical Christian Podcast. My name is Travis Albritton, your friendly neighborhood Bible teacher. Each week, we'll dive into the tips, tricks, and hacks that you can implement in your daily life to become a more effective Christian. Thanks for spending some time with me today. Now let's jump into your daily dose of practical Christian training. So today we are starting a four-episode mini-series that I am calling Christians on the Hot Seat. And so in this series, what I want to do is shine a light on four particular danger scenarios, uh, Christian blind spots, if you will, uh, situations and mindsets that Christians could get into that Satan uses to lead them astray, to lead them away from God. And if left unchecked and unaddressed, these particular traps can even get you to walk away from your faith entirely. I've seen it happen before. I've seen it take incredible, genuine, authentic Christians and lead them away from God. And I don't want that for you. I want you to be strong and spiritually engaged and on fire for God. And so uh, I'm hoping that this four-episode mini-series can uh, shine a light on maybe some blind spots that you didn't even know that you had, so you can address them now instead of waiting till after the carnage and the aftermath of where these particular blind spots can lead. All right, does that make sense? So to, to kick off in this first episode, uh, we're going to talk about people that profess to know Christ, but live as if they didn't, right? And, and just ask yourself, do you know anyone who says they're a Christian, but when you think about them, you seriously doubt that they are genuinely a Christian? You know, maybe you've known them for years as the person that gets drunk on the weekend, swears like a sailor, and sleeps with their boyfriend or girlfriend, and then all of a sudden they overhear you talking about God, and they're like, oh yeah, I'm a Christian too. I go to so-and-so church down the street. Well, there's a reason that that bothers you. <laughs> there's, because there's a disconnect there. There's a disconnect that needs to be addressed in their faith. And before uh, you, you start thinking about people that you know and crafting your plan of how you're going to call them out, um, I want to say something first, which is that some of it is not their fault. Some of this mindset that I, as long as I believe in God, I can do whatever I want, is not their fault. For many Christians in the Western world specifically, they've been sold an altered or a partial gospel, right? That God loves you, God chose you, and if you accept his love and his grace, then you're good, you're saved. And there's nothing you can do to change that. And, but they're not taught anything about how God wants to transform them to make them perfect like his son, and to teach them to live as he intended for them to live. That part of the gospel is missing. Repentance is missing from the message that they're hearing. All they're hearing is God loves you, he's accepted you, and and that's the end of the story. You can do whatever you want because there's nothing you can do to change that. Um, And while it is true that God loves you, and it is true that God chose you, and he wants you in his family, each one of us can absolutely choose to walk away from God. He will not hinder us from making that decision. He wants us to freely choose to be in a relationship with him 
That's what makes it so special. That's what makes my marriage so special, right? That me and my wife, Andrea, both voluntarily decided to love each other. It wasn't like I brainwashed her into loving me. You know, that's not what God wants. Um, And because of that, we all have the ability and the freedom to walk away if we choose to. And if you don't actually uh, experience any of the transformation that God promises to people that become Christians, well, then there's not really a lot left of your faith. So, so that's one part of it. That's one contributing factor is that a lot of Christians don't even know that they're missing this crucial element of the Bible and what it teaches. But then there's a lot of people that just don't want to change, right? They just don't want to have to go through the effort of changing who they are to be more like Jesus, right? And so instead of taking seriously uh, calls to repent, calls to be holy, they'll, you know, think, think things like, you know, it's not a big deal that I swear or have premarital sex. It's not a big deal. You know, Jesus died for me. He died for those sins. So I'm good. I'm good to go. You know, that they, they love what the world has to offer. And Christianity is not about being close to God. It's fire insurance. They just want the peace of mind that when they die, they're not going to suffer in hell. But this thought process is just really, honestly, it's revealing. It's revealing about where their heart is in all of this. Because here's the deal. If you don't fundamentally change as a result of becoming a Christian, that if you say that you died to your old self and that Christ raised you to live a new life and nothing changed, nothing about your lifestyle, nothing about how you talk to people, nothing about your perspective on the world, none of that changed, then I'm sorry to say this, but your conversion is imaginary. Because that's not what happens when you become a Christian. When you become a Christian, you are a fundamentally different person. It's not to say you'll never encounter temptation or that you'll never make mistakes again, but who you are and what is important to you is fundamentally different because now you have God's spirit living inside of you and urging you and encouraging you and instructing you and equipping you to do what God is calling you to do. You know, God's uh, grace is not just about covering us so we can get away with murder. You know, Titus 2 tells us that it teaches us to say no to ungodliness. When you really understand God's grace, it teaches you to actually stop doing the things that you need the grace for. We will always need the grace, but it, it, it teaches you how to walk away and run away from sin. That we show our love to God by obeying his commands. That's in 1 John chapter 5, verse 3. You know, love to God is not a, a mental or intellectual assent or acknowledgement, and it's not a feeling. It's not an emotion. You know, it's not like we're in a chick flick with God, and, you know, we feel a certain way, and so we're in love right? We show our love to God through obedience. And as Christians, we can demonstrate the authenticity of our faith by living the way that Jesus did, right? In 1 John 2, verses 4 through 6, it's very, very explicit, very specific that if you're going to claim to walk in the light, if you're going to claim to be in a relationship with God, you have to walk and live the way that Jesus did, because that's what it means to follow Jesus, all right? So, if you recognize that maybe there's some elements of this that uh, have gone unaddressed in your own life, maybe you've downplayed the seriousness of your sin, 
or you haven't really thought a lot about repentance, or you don't even know if there is sin in your life that you need to repent of. Well, first of all, I can guarantee you there is. <laughs> Every single Christian has things that they need to work on and change. And so if you recognize, you know, maybe I have been living a double life. Maybe I have been blind to these things. You know, professing Jesus as your Lord with your words, but denying him with your actions, then make today the day that you decide to change that. Make today the day that you decide to repent, to give God your full heart, and to really honor the commitment you made to make Jesus Lord. Because what you don't want to hear at the end of your life is to hear the words, I never knew you. We all want to hear, well done, good and faithful servant. That is what we want to hear when we go and see God in heaven. We don't want to get to the end of our life and hear that we missed the boat entirely. Well, that is it for today. Make sure to smash that subscribe button to get daily practical tips just like this one. This podcast is ad-free thanks to my Patreon supporters. If you would like to partner with me in helping Christians around the world be more effective for God, just go to patreon.com forward slash practical Christian podcast and consider becoming a patron. And if this episode helped you or challenged you in some way, please pass it along to one person who would benefit from it. Every day is an opportunity to grow closer to God and make a positive impact on the people around you. Take action with what you've learned and help make the world a little more like heaven. Thanks for listening, and I'll talk to you soon.